0: What's going on Dominators Rico Garcia here with yet another exciting episode in this episode we're going to be joined with Tom from airbotics vice president of airbotics and today we're going to be talking about some new equipment some new technology that really you should be considering heavily to have on your trucks ready to deploy on if not all of your job site. 99% 99% of your job sites, Tom's going to talk about all the new technologies, the attention to detail um, to their new equipment, which has recently been rolled out into the industry. And this is something that I think uh, come over the next few months, potentially few years, I think that this is going to be a staple on every single restoration truck out there because of its technology, because of the overall impact uh, that it has on each and every single job site, as well as the overall efficiencies that this equipment provides. So without further ado, let's jump into the show and let's have some fun. Welcome to the Restoration Domination Podcast, where you learn actionable advice that moves the needle and helps service-based businesses dominate. Here's your host, Rico Garcia, Jr. What is going on, Dominators Rico Garcia with yet another exciting episode? Tom, first and foremost, man, welcome to the show. Are you ready to help us dominate?
1: Yeah, of course. Let's do it.
0: Awesome, man. Do me a favor, fill in some of the gaps on the intro. For those that may not be familiar with the name or with the organization, uh, tell us exactly who it is that you are and what your company does for the industry.
1: So my name is Tom McCardle. We're with Aerobotics. Uh, Aerobotics is a new company that's coming out with the machine for odor elimination but we have been in the industry for 15 years uh you know working with Odorox and hydroxyl machines large losses commercial residential just helping across the board so we we decided a couple years ago to kind of create the the newest invention of of making it a little better so that's that's what we got started with and and we just just launched it so we're excited
0: that's awesome just talk talk to us a little bit about because there's a lot of equipment in the industry i mean this is a an equipment heavy industry. Um, You know, for those contractors that are out there and they're like, man, you know, there's, there's so much variety. We're going to talk about another piece of equipment. Like what really like set you guys apart from, you know, some of the other pieces of equipment that people may have been using, or maybe they're considering to adding certain pieces of equipment to their arsenal. Um, How does, what, what really sets you guys apart?
1: Yeah, of course. So, Basically, what this technology does is it combines two very powerful um, uses, technologies in uh, that are common in the industry. So we have UVC, which creates hydroxyl radicals and other oxidants. So that's going to be for the gases, the VOCs, anywhere where there's an odor issue to eliminate it, uh, whether it's in the air, structures, contents that have absorbed it. Um, the UVC is going to handle that part of it. And then we have also on the intake of the machine, we have MERV-8 pre-filters and HEPA filters. So that'll capture all the solid particulates. So I personally have been in the industry for about 15 years, used to be with the odorox hydroxyl machines, very, very familiar with all that. And always said that scrubbers and hydroxyls are Perfect teammates. They they work so well together. One captures the solids. One handles the gas. They always go well together. And so, what we decided to do is kind of put them together in one machine. Uh, So that way, you've got one machine to store in the warehouse, one machine to load up in the truck, and one machine to bring on the job. And you are going to capture. You are going to tackle two different parts of the project. Like I said, handling the particulates that are going through the air, and then dealing with the gases, VOCs, uh, because you have the UVC kind of hydroxyl portion to it. So. You know, that combination is pretty strong. And then, of course, you know, we listened uh, to what all the contractors have said for so long about s- additional features that they want in the machine. You know, so even it might seem like little things, but, you know, wheels and a handle and stackable and GFCI outlets and long power cord, all those types of things were all kind of built into it. So we, we think it's going to be a very uh, effective and and friendly machine to use.
0: Yeah, it's funny that you say the little things, right? But a lot of times, the little things for a contractor and/or for your staff really makes all the difference in the world. I mean, how, I mean, there's tons of great equipment, but the power cord sometimes too short, and you're like, ah what a pain, right? Or, you know, it doesn't have a handle and, you know, you got your guys like lugging this stuff up and it's like really just like a couple of wheels, like you couldn't manage a couple of wheels, like, like did no one during test production, like, you know, kind of try to lug these things around. But those, those small little things really do make a huge difference, uh, you know, on, on a job site. And again, it's just those small little things are the ones that sometimes make things effective and efficient. And just kind of, Talking about efficiency, um, for me, I always like to, to tie things into profitability, right? Whether that is a direct line item that we can plug into Exactimate or Simability or whatever you know uh, estimating software it is that you use uh, to increase your overall profitability, and or increase efficiency, which in turn increases your profitability, even though there may not be a direct correlation to a specific line item. How do you see? This equipment once it's adopted and it's on hopefully on every truck that's doing any kind of restoration, how do you see this equipment impacting profitability and efficiency?
1: Yeah, so I think there's there's a couple different answers. I mean it's such a good question. You know, the the quick, easy answer is obviously you've got you know the exact line items, you know, you've got the three-optic hydroxyl generator, you get got the two-optic hydroxyl generator. Uh, this particular machine that we created has four UVC lamps inside. Um, it does have a built-in fan. So it's it's a little different, uh, a little bigger, a little I know, more involved than what's in Xactimate right now. But but certainly there's a line item for that. Of course, you've got the scrubbers, which everyone's familiar with. I mean, it's a, we have a 700 CFM fan built into it. Uh, so there's, there's that component of, of billing. We're working with the company now to kind of help uh, develop uh, how... Contractors can easily not only bill, but then obviously collect uh, for this type of technology because there really hasn't been anything like it before, where you've got two different kind of essentially line items built into one machine. Uh, so you know they're going to help us with having that be accepted, so that it can be easier for contractors to to accept the payment, you know, to collect their payment when they do it. Then there's also the side of things where a lot of contractors see this technology it like really works um it's kind of crazy sometimes but you know the when it comes to odors it's such a subjective issue um, and sometimes you don't know what the odor is sometimes you don't know where it may be sometimes it's in you know absorbed into some very soft items where it's hard to get to sometimes it's up in an attic or down in a crawl space or behind some walls or a locker sometimes it can be very tricky and as as all these guys know you could do the perfect job cleaning up rebuilding having it look better than ever did the customer walks in they have that smell that's a problem you know and so so the fact that this is a machine that you know like i said 15 years we've been working in the same type of field You, you plug it in you turn it on that odor is going to be eliminated so it's not masked, it's not covered up it's not you know moved somewhere else so the fact that it permanently 100% eliminates, it's a big deal. But then that allows the contractors to do their other work at the same time, because you can run this in occupied areas. And then what some what some guys do, which is, well, there's two parts. We, we have some contractors who just go after odor elimination. Like they will just go to realtors or hotels or property managers, and they'll just give flat rates, you know, hey, for, X number of dollars, we're going to come in and we're going to remove this cigarette smell, this marijuana smell, this you know uh, musty smell, and that's a big deal, you know, for that kind of niche little group, like for example, realtors, you know, trying to sell a half million dollar home, but it's got you know cigarette smell in it. That's tough. My wife wouldn't buy it. <laughs> you know, like she'd be like absolutely not. Um, so having that kind of side business is really good. And then what happens, which is I think how it works well together for kind of creating not just profit, but kind of some increased business and a customer base is I've seen these guys, they go in, especially with like the property managers, hotels, different, you know, kind of bigger places like that, where they kind of get their foot in the door and they're able to help them with some of, like you said, like the smaller stuff that might not seem like a big deal. Uh, Even if it's only making them a few thousand dollars, you know, here and there, because they're doing these little projects on a a hotel room or an apartment, you know, a couple apartments in a building. But all of a sudden it's really working. They're making a little bit money. They're building that relationship and that connection with them. All of a sudden, when that flood happens, when that storm comes through, when something major happens, a fire or something, bam, they get the call. So it's a good way for contractors to not just provide a solution that really solves the problem and make some
0: yeah I love that I I love that And, and you know I feel like there's a lot of contractors that could really benefit from this adoption of thought of sometimes especially in this business right there's there's this whole nurturing process that if done correctly after several months some cases, even a few years, that's when it finally starts paying off dividends, right? That's when like the relationship really comes to fruition from a business standpoint. But sometimes there's, you know, there's this opportunity with the equipment that we currently have that we're still making money on, still making our life easier, that we can use that almost as a foot in the door, as a lead magnet, as a, almost as as an interview, if you will right? Where where you're just kind of trying out and saying, hey, you know, let's go ahead and build this relationship. I know that you have this small little need. Maybe it's, you know, a new apartment that, you know, um, you had a tenant move out and he was a smoker or whatever the case may be. We can go ahead and install this thing for you, whatever. You see how great it is. It saves your maintenance staff time, money, and they probably didn't even have the skills to really be able to deal with that odor effectively. And yet here you are, you know, kind of a knight in shining armor, you're taking care of them, you're not charging them an armored leg for it. They feel like they've won, but the relationship is being built over time. You do that sooner or later. You're right. There's going to be a flood. There's going to be a mold issue that, you know, God forbid, maybe there's a fire, right? Now you've already got that relationship built off of performance, Right. It's not like, hey, you know, I kind of like you. You seem like you're a good talker. It's like, no, no, no. You were already there and you're a proven winner. You're receptive. You put the relationship in front of profitability. And these are, you know, things that I think are getting lost. With some contractors, not all, especially not the dominators out there, because you're listening to the show, so you're better than everybody else. But like you know, for a lot of the the smaller contractors out there, they're like, look, if there's not no money involved, or you know, my regular billing rate, if that's not involved, then I really don't want any part of it. But they're really missing the bigger picture. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I, I completely agree with that. Um, that's kind of been just my almost like my personal view. Uh, over the years and in, in life, but particularly as it relates to business sales, you know, anything in that in that arena, um, I always think that sometimes we get too. And a lot of it's you know current day technology and social media and instant gratification, right? So sometimes we get too narrow focus on short term, immediate solutions. Hey, what am I going to make on that job, like that one right there? What am I going to make? Oh, we're only going to make this much. Yeah, right now, what am I? What are we going to put in our bank? And I strongly believe that sometimes if we can get past now those are important, right? I mean, you got to pay the bills and, and make some money and, and keep the business going, of course. But sometimes if we can just look a little bit more long-term, bigger picture, you know, kind of open it up a little bit where it's like, hey, we're doing the right thing for these people. We're, you know, and one of one of the things that I've always thought is important really in any business, but it's like listening to your customers, right? Listening to your clients. What is it that they want? What are they looking for? How can I provide to them and help them and, and give them what they need and what they want? And sometimes in the, sometimes it might be those little projects, those little you know, call-ins to somebody to, 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 to work with them on the small stuff. And you might not hear from, like you said, for a couple years. But then all of a sudden, when you build those relationships, you've done the right things, you've listened to them, you've worked with them, and you've, you've kind of built it up over time. That's gonna pay off in the long term in in my opinion i i've I've seen it in my own personal life. I've seen it you know in sales in this industry. um you look at some of these contractors out there and they've done a phenomenal job just building that base, that structure and when they when they can really put that together by doing all those little tiny steps, all of a sudden now you know they look back five years, ten years ago and see how much they've grown and how much they've built it really does pay off. Um, And, you know, I still, you know, like you said, you know, uh, marketing relationships, oh, because they like the person, they talk nice. And, you know, going in and talking to people is always good, you know, bringing them some coffee, a glass or a bottle of wine, you know, take them out to dinner, all good things to help build that relationship. And I I wouldn't uh, not do that. You know, it's a book that I read that I really like called The Go-Giver, right? It's like giving things is always a good way to um, just kind of help people out, build relationships and show their importance. But being able to meet those needs, solve a problem, no matter how big or small it is in the short term, uh, like I said, build this relationship and it pays off over the long term.
0: Um, so the other thing that I wanted to ask you, um, because again, we're kind of talking about the psychology of business now, like outside of just the overall equipment. You know, what are the top three things that you wish business owners in our arena we're asking more. In other words, like what are the top three questions? Like If someone was just about to get into the business now, you're like, look, find the answers to these top three questions and you'll find success in your business. But before you go ahead and answer that, let's just take a quick moment to thank our sponsors. What's going on, Florida contractors and public adjusters? I've got something for you. I want to introduce you to Pack on the go. Pack on the go really should be your go-to organization whenever you're talking about dealing with contents, pack outs, pack backs, contents restoration, etc. Here's the hard truth. A lot of us in the restoration arena don't want to turn away money. But the reality is a lot of restoration companies simply are not built for contents they don't have the storage facilities they don't have the expertise on how to properly handle contents how to properly restore contents and what ends up happening is just because you wanted to take on a deal you end up spending more money and ultimately you have an unsatisfied customer and that's where pack on the go has been an absolute amazing addition to our team in the way that we've done business with our restoration company and with other public adjusters that we've recommended over the years pack on the go, it services the entire state of Florida, and more importantly, they have the expertise of over 20 years in the business. You can go ahead and have your customer and yourself track all of the inventory 24 7 surveillance in their warehouses and the list of benefits just goes on listen you're a restorer do it. restorers do best and that's get in take care of the water mitigation the mold the fire and smoke and leave the contents to the pros if you're in the florida area reach out to pack on the go the contents pro hey dominators are you facing cash flow issues well Inc. has your back with advanced funding qualifying contractors can receive working capital within one to two business days. So this way you can say goodbye to the burden of floating resources for materials as well as labor. Restore properties faster with the funds that you need. The cost? Simple, just 1.95% of the claims check for the first 30 days, prorated daily after, or you could opt for a flat rate of just 3.95% with uncertainty protection. Remember to use promo code DOMINATE and receive 50% off the one-time sign-up fee of 299 dollars for InkPay and then unlock the rest of Ink's innovative payment solutions. Start your journey at ink.com today. That's I-I-N-K.com, ink.com and use promo. Promo code DOMINATE. Are you dominating the insurance agent referral market? If you're not getting referrals from insurance agents, then let me tell you something. You need to speak to Jerry Edel. Are you ready to grow? Can your business actually handle it? Well, Jerry Edel is a specialist at referral revenue from insurance agents. He started way back in the 70s as a restoration technician and 34 years later ended up as the national sales trainer for one of the largest restoration franchise companies in the good old U.S. of A. And for the past 16 years, he's been helping restoration contractors succeed at creating long-term referral revenue from insurance agents. So schedule a call with Jerry today. Let him guide you through your growth process so that you don't grow yourself out of business. All you have to do is go to jerryeddle.com forward slash dominate. Again, that's Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y-E-D-T-L.com forward slash dominate. All right, and we're back. So before we uh, went ahead and and, uh, thanked all of our amazing Sponsors, uh, we were talking about the top three questions that entrepreneurs in our space should be asking if they wanted to be successful in the business. What do you think those are?
1: Well, it's kind of like a little bit of what I just touched on, I think is really important. I think it's important in this industry, but you know, outside of it as well. But you know, you take a look at what contractors in this industry do, right? I mean, they're reaching out to homeowners and business owners. Something bad just happened. Hopefully, it's only like the one time in their life that this thing happened. Um, so they're walking into something where they're heroes, right? They got, they got to solve this problem and, and kind of nurture their client and make sure they get things, you know, back to how it used to be, uh, and as quickly as possible with this little, you know, uh, negative effects to the, to this, whatever happened to this person. So I, I think it goes along with what I'd said, like listening, you know, to the customer. So you ask them, Hey, you know, what is it? Find out what it is that they need what it is that they want. Right. So sometimes if we just walk in and just assume, you know, Hey, they, you know, they want this or they want that. Uh, sometimes we might be going down the wrong road. So I think asking the customer, now some of the stuff is black and white, blatantly obvious, right? It's like, okay, your house burned down. You want a new house. Okay. Got it. Right. Uh, yeah. I'm walking in. I got water up to my knees. I guess you want me to remove that water. Right. Okay, cool. But, but sometimes it's, it's, um, one of the quotes that I've always liked is people don't care how much, you know, until they know how much you care. So sometimes if you can just right off the bat, just ask them some questions. And it just depends on the customer, what you're at. Right. But just ask them some questions. Hey, you know, what is it that's going on? What can I do to help you? What, you know, where is it that you're you're seeing an issue? You know, and it's like I said, some of it's so blatantly obvious. But even just by asking those questions. Um, just makes them feel like you actually care about what they're doing and, and how you can help them. And then, you know, that'll help you steer you with, with what you can do to kind of solve their problem and, and get things back up. And maybe it's it's focusing on one thing more than another, or doing one thing first before you do something else. But but asking those things, is, I think, is a big deal. Um, somebody coming into the industry, somebody starting out, uh, same thing, but asking other contractors, you know, one thing that you know, I, I try and make sure I keep fresh in my mind is that there are so many people out there that are mentors and people who like to educate and have experience and have all that knowledge. And so sometimes if you can find people who've been doing this for 10, 20, 30 years or more, uh, if you can find somebody like that to just ask some questions and help you walk through stuff, it's one thing to be really book smart. And know all of the numbers and the science and you know the measurements and the different technologies and you know being book smarts great and that's really important a lot of great educational you know classes and instruction and things like that out there Uh, but there's nothing can can touch or we can read in the book something you could learn from a guy who's been doing this for 30 years right so he can give you some real experience Uh, To me, that's wisdom, right? That's not something that you can just read in a book, in in my opinion. So, so finding someone like that to ask questions to, and to kind of help help stuff that maybe is not so obvious, or things that they've learned over the years. Uh, So, asking asking the clients, you know, what it is that they need, how you can help them. Asking other contractors, you know, what kind of experience and knowledge that they can pass on. Ideally, be someone that you could build a relationship with. So, you know, even a few years down the road, you can be bouncing ideas and work together. Hey man, you know, call, you know, you could be new two years in, but you could call the guy who's been doing thirty years. Hey, look what I just found out. Look, what, look what happened. Look what I just, you know, something, and and uh, you could work with each other on that. Um, those will be two questions. I'm not sure if I have a, a third necessarily, but I think those two would really help someone kick it off. Um, just from a business standpoint, making their clients happy, uh, showing that you care, and then you know to to grow the business, finding someone who's done this for a while to really share that experience and wisdom yeah so so the questions i think are important for contractors um one i think it's very important to listen to the client so you ask them questions you know hey what wh- what is it that's going on what does he want me to do you find out what their need is and what what they're looking for obviously some of the stuff is, is is obvious right they got you know a flood going up to your knees you come in there's water there's a house burnt down or a kitchen burned out Um, But, you know, one of my favorite quotes is, is people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And I think that's a really good way to kind of start uh, getting in. I mean, think about it, right? You know, you you go into these projects, whether it's residential or commercial. I mean, they just had something disastrous happen. They've got a major issue. It's completely thrown off their life, their plan, their schedule. And you're kind of like the hero, right, to come in and kind of fix it and get it back as quickly as possible. So I, I think... Not treating this as so black and white, you know, some things are pretty clear on on how to do a project, but making sure you're asking those questions, showing that you care and listening to what they want to do. I think that's important. Um, From a business viewpoint, I think it's important. Sometimes we get, you know, day after day, weeks, weeks turn into months and months into years and we start going down, you know, multiple years. and All of a sudden it's like, hey, wait, where are we going? What are we doing? Where are we? You know, what's important? And I, I think it's important for business owners to really on a semi-regular basis is ask yourself, hey, what's our goal? What what are we hoping to achieve? Where are we taking this? Where are we going? And that can just be like in this evolving, changing type type goal and direction somewhat to a certain degree, which is why it's important to kind of keep asking that. Um, you know, because as the business grows and builds and develops, you know, sometimes plans can shift and change, or maybe, you know, you had a rough year and, you know, you got to look at, Hey, how do, how do we navigate this little different path? Because, you know, this year was rough we didn't have the same losses and projects that we did the previous year and what do we need to do? So kind of staying, staying present with, with, with seeing and, and, and realizing what those goals are, I think we'll just kind of keep helping, helping things kind of develop. And what, you know, obviously having not just a, a client to ask, you know, each client to ask the questions to, but I think if you're coming into the industry or even if you're already here, having like, almost like a, like a mentor or like a, like a partner or an associate, a, a relationship with another contractor, someone who's got the experience 10, 20, 30 plus years, who's, you know, what, what I always call that experience being wisdom, right? There's a lot of book smart a lot of important things. We have so many good classes in the industry and instructors in the industry, education stuff. All those are super important and needed. But you can't really uh, learn in a book what somebody's learned over thirty years in the field. You know, doing this. And so I think, I think finding those relationships, being open to to having those conversations, to kind of help each other out, I think is really really important. Um, and then the last thing, which is. You know, a little bit different, different direction on it, but it's it's always making sure This is kind of me person, almost like I'm talking to myself, reminding myself, but always having that, that important, you know, work life balance, right? Sometimes, you know, if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, especially, especially in this industry, right? It's almost like we're, we're working 24 seven, you know, the, 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 the pipe doesn't, uh, doesn't, you know, explode nine to five only. So, you know, or on Monday through Friday.
0: Does it ever, right? It seems like it's always like after hours or it's like, you know, or you hear, or you go to enough people's homes, right? It's like, well, when did this happen? It was like, well, it happened when I was on vacation or it happened as soon as I left for work. It never happens, you know, during those nine to five perfect hours. It just never happens that way.
1: Never. It's, it's like, uh, it's, it's, if, if business is going slow, my advice is just wait till the next holiday. <laughs> Halloween coming up? You're going to have a problem Thanksgiving coming up. Oh, that's what, you know, Just wait, wait, till, you know, if, if you're going, if, if you're worried about it, just go out of town, I guarantee you something will happen when you get back. <laughs> um, so, but, but, uh, but no, really though, having, you know, just making sure not only is it, you know, making sure the business has some good goals and some evolving, just growing uh, directions and purpose and, and, and the goals for the business, but also individually, sometimes we need to take a step back and not get too caught up in work. Uh, but, you know, take a look at, you know, family or, you know, health and fitness and, and those types of things. You know, sometimes we don't want to be too overwhelmed and over-focused in one area. I think, you know, making sure that we're kind of giving ourselves a little check to make sure that we're balancing things out. So you don't, you know, just like how you wouldn't want the business to suffer because you're not giving it time and attention and developing that same thing with your health, your fitness, your family, you know, you don't want any of that to suffer either. So I think if you look at those things, you know, you're probably
0: headed in the right directions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's, it's so difficult, right? That whole work life balance thing. Um, and there, there's, uh, Russell Brenson, which is, uh, the co-founder of ClickFunnels, which is a software that I absolutely love, uh, and use consistently. Um, he's, he's spoken about this whole work life balance thing. And it's like, you're never going to have like perfect work life balance or you're going to have our times of extreme in balance in one way or another. And as an entrepreneur, your game, right? Like your priority in this game is to take advantages of those massive, massive swings. Cause we've all had weeks or in some cases, months where it's like nose to the grindstone. Nothing gets in our way. We just have to service one client after another, after another, after another. But then. There's always like this kind of moment of peace and where a lot of entrepreneurs, especially in our industry, I feel kind of get burnt out is when they do have that little moment of peace, they don't even know what to do with themselves. Well, that's like that moment where it's like, okay, well, you pushed so hard at work. Now it's time to recalibrate and spend some time in yourself, spend some time in your family because that season is coming back, right? Where you're going to be busy again, nonstop and taking, taking advantage of that. So like that whole perfect, you know, you work nine to five, and everything is happy, and then you know you get your workout in, and you do all these things. For a lot of us, and in, in particularly in this industry, because it's an emergency response business, it's very, very difficult. But just having that that mental checkpoint to be like, okay, this is a season currently in balance, I know, but that means that I have, you know, I got, I got, I got to keep score on the opposite side. Like how much time do I need to dedicate later on down the road to myself, to my family, to make up, you know, with the, you know, even just having a simple conversation with a friend, right. Just picking up the phone and saying, Hey, what's going on, buddy? It's been a while, but nose to the grindstone. What's new? You know, sometimes that's really all that we need. And as an entrepreneur, you know, it's, it's difficult sometimes, right? Cause it's kind of lonely at the top and we're all at the top of our own little Island, if you will. And, um, you know, that kind of ties back into what you were talking about, about finding mentors and asking questions and, and being more involved. I actually did a post on LinkedIn, which I thought was a little funny, um, which is, I think they titled it like, if you find yourself getting butt hurt quite often, it's because you're not coachable. Um, and that's, you know, that's something in our industry that has in every industry that happens quite a bit. It's, you know, if you're not asking questions, you're going to beat your head against a concrete wall that somebody else has already figured out how to do it faster, more effectively, uh, in a more economical fashion. It's just the, the people are already out there. And a lot of these people, especially in our industry are willing and happy to offer that information, but like, oh yeah, great. You're, you're new in the industry or, Hey, you know, you you've been in the industry for 10 years. You've been doing it this way. I, I see that, you know, you're, you're coachable. You, you want to learn, you want something better. Let me go ahead and help you. Like, that's the beauty about some, you know, most of the people in our industry. And I think that if you kind of indoctrinate, like all of those thoughts, I, I think that you're really on a good path to having a successful business and hopefully a fairly happy life, right. At the end of the day, it's kind of what we all what we all shoot for. So let's talk about, let's talk back into, um, your, uh, the, the, the technology and just the, the overall equipment. Um, again, a lot of people I know are apprehensive. They are kind of set in their ways. They're like, Hey, look, I have this piece of equipment. I have this piece of equipment. I have this piece of equipment. Why should I go ahead and now start to add on yet another piece of technology to, um, you know, to my, in, on, on, on all of my fleets. Um, What's your response to that? Like, how how are you guys like really getting your message across to contractors and be like, hey, look, this is why you need to take a real long, hard look at this uh, as an investment on something that's going to give you that ROI that you've been wanting?
1: Yeah, so I, I think a lot of it, you know, what we have brought into this is the fact that for 15 years, um, we've been working almost exclusively in this industry, little, you know other side industries here and there with this type of technology, but um, it's been 15 years of listening to what the contractors want, listening to what's important to them, what would make it easier to use, what the problems they come across, you know, and how they need to solve these odor issues, and we've really put all of that into these uh, into these aerobatics machines. So you have this combination of. The four UVC lamps, extremely powerful. There's there's a whole lot more to it that most people don't care about, but it, you know it's, it's the dwell time in the chamber, it's the fan speed going through it, it's how far is the air from the UVC lamp itself. You know it can't be too far away. I mean there, you know, there, there's an extension to the chamber inside. There's all those types of things, but at the end of the day, what it means is that this thing is producing the radicals and oxidants that are extremely extremely effective. So. On one side, you have a technology that absolutely eliminates all odor. And and that just, if anything, gives people the peace of mind that something that could be a little challenging, um, you know, they, they, they know it's being taken care of. And sometimes they don't really. What's funny is we don't really ever ask people to believe it or to trust us or to read a science paper. It's like, just try it out. You know, like that backs it up more than anything. Just put the thing on a job. There you go. Try it. Uh, then you've got the filtration. In the front uh which i've said you know like always have said that they work so well together and so having one machine to carry on to a project instead of a couple machines uh it just makes it easier faster less expensive but then the billing for it uh you know i said we're working on that but the billing could be very powerful because you've got a scrubber you've got the fan you've got the uvc hydroxyl all into this into this machine and what what I think, you know, going back to what we said before about sometimes the small stuff, you know, really does does matter. But the I, I we're kind of proud that that we built into this really what people have been asking for. So like we didn't just we didn't just put wheels. We didn't just put like tiny wheels. I mean we put like big strong wheels that you could roll over a curb or the the power cords that are laying down or. Um, You know, things, things like that. The handle comes, comes in and out. So it's retracts away when, so you don't look at it. But then when it's ready, it pulls out. Now you got a handle on wheels, like you'd pull a suitcase. Um, it's got three handles on it to pick the machine up, you know, like, like you'd pick up like a big cooler, uh, the two GFCI outlets because the machine only draws just under five amps. So you got plenty of room to, to daisy chain either more aerobotics machines or other technology, other machines, air movers or, you know, low profile, whatever you can run off of that the The chamber of the machine that has the UVC lamps inside, usually those are almost impossible to get to with other other technologies. We designed it so that we have four latches that unclip, and the whole chamber literally pulls out of the machine, and you can put it on your on your desk. So much better! It's so easy to get to the lamps to clean them, to wipe everything down, to replace them when they're needing to be replaced. Uh, we've got you know the adjustable fan speed up. Well, no, number one, the fans built into it. The seven hundred CFM fan is awesome. We've got dual exhaust on both sides, so it goes out two directions, but we also let you cap one side if you just want to go in one way. We built the outtake so you can put a lay flat on it. Um, you know, what else have we done? I mean, the stackability on it is good. So, oh, and the 25-foot power cord. You know, like you said, so you got a six-foot power cord. Maybe you don't think much of it. No. When you're on these jobs, that thing matters. It-
0: oh, Yeah. It matters. Right. It definitely matters. Yeah. And that's what, that's what I love is, is, you know, sometimes it's like, you. sometimes you see uh, people that are breaking into a market and they don't really have the field knowledge of or even speaking to the pros in the industry. And they think that they know what the industry needs, but they really don't. Right. And what what I love about what you guys have created is is that you've really gone through this with a fine tooth comb, right? You've thought through the entire process, not only the technology that goes into this equipment and then how to couple that technology. Because so again, like, you know, um, this whole lighting thing, right? The UV lights, like like I took a deep dive into what makes a powerful UV light. You know, at what point does it start losing effectiveness away from the bulb? These are all factors, right? And there's a lot of companies out there that are selling, quote unquote, a similar solution. But when you really get down into the weeds, into the science, and you're like, well, wait, there's no way that this is effective because the science just doesn't match up. So not only have you taken the science aspect and be like, okay, how do we really make this something functional? But then you've also taken the functionality of just the worker, right? The people that are going to be in the field to think about, you know, the handles, the the, the quality of the wheels, the quality of the build, how you're going to get to the components that are so important. And these are things that, again, there's not a specific line in your P&L when you're looking at this stuff right but effectiveness that's profit right if you if you can do something you know in a fraction of the time and still get the same amount of money well that's you just gave yourself a nice little pay raise there especially when you multiply that over you know god knows how many job sites it is that you know you have this this equipment on it adds up quickly so the fact that you guys have really like thought through this entire process is is you know again something only industry experts would understand
1: in the industry it's not like we're just on like the manufacturing distributions kind of sales side um you know i have learned a lot not just from i've been to classes and and know a lot of instructors and have given a lot myself just specifically on hydroxyl and odor removal but i have been to i don't even know how many mainly large losses but even smaller projects but shoot when california had their fires i was out there for a couple weeks you know, I was working with some of the big players out on their jobs, helping them set up and showing where to place them and how to, you know, how many you need and what to do with them, how to run them. And, you know, it was out there for shoot, at least a couple weeks up in Northern California. Um, but then, you know, taking a, taking a, a red eye flight to a government building in Madison, you know, going to big Costco down in Miami after, you know, a week before Christmas for a huge fire. And imagine the Costco being burnt, you know, right before Christmas time. We're doing a million bucks a day. Um, so it I. I really, really enjoy being on these projects and, and, and it's not like I was, I didn't do the work, you know, I didn't, I didn't bill them. I was just working with the contractor to kind of help them through this, but you learn so much. And so, yeah, I I think that that combination of really understanding the science and how the machine can really, really work uh, and not just kind of like be pretty good or do most of the stuff, you know. Uh, it it's extremely effective. But then all the other stuff on the other side, it's almost like we were in this field learning and listening to put together like people see it. They're like, oh, my gosh, yes, this, this, you know, it, it's uh, I, I think they're happy with it. So we're, we're excited about it.
0: All right. So closing remarks for some of the things that maybe I didn't ask that I should have asked that you think that would be really important for contractors to know when it comes down to this kind of stuff. What are your closing remarks? What are your closing thoughts? What do you think that more contractors should know about the overall product and adding this to their toolkit?
1: You know what's nice? I, I think we really did touch on everything. I think the questions were great. I think, you know, I kind of explained kind of the key points to to what makes this technology uh Different and and kind of needed in the industry, and really solves a lot of problems and fills a lot of holes. Uh, I just always recommend to people if they ever have any questions. I don't care if it's about science or if it's about something boring or if it's about you know the the build of the machine, anything at all. I'm I'm always open and enjoy talking to people with their questions. Um, you know the this is the type of thing where uh, we have always because we are so strongly believe and and know what we do we're always the type that says hey you know don't listen to anything that we say you know just give it a try type thing because we know what it does and and how it works and sometimes as much as you can talk about something until you've used it in the field and like seen and smelt and dealt with it yourself you don't really appreciate and understand what it's capable of so um you know just I'm, i'm always open to questions training sessions you know, I, I, I love, you know, one of the things it's, it's we're not just a, hey, buy our machine. Thank you. See you later. Uh, we, we run training classes, free training classes. Uh, so, you know, you get the machines into your shop. Maybe it's a Monday morning. You have the group together. 8 a.m. Hey, guys, we're going to do a 15, 20 minute training session on how to use this machine, how to clean it. We've got, you know, um, videos and, and instruction material on that. So we're a lot more than just, hey, write us a check. See you later. Um, We've invested a whole lot. We bring a whole lot more into this. So I would always encourage people just to reach out to us with any questions, any ideas or anything like that. Um, We're here. We're here. That's
0: awesome. And for those dominators out there that want to go ahead and get in contact, uh, check out the equipment, maybe even place an order. Where should they go online to do so?
1: So the best is just our website, aerobotics.com. It's A-I-R-B-O-T-X.com. And, you know, that that's kind of uh, the easiest spot to go to. You know, we've got emails and phone numbers and information on there. Um, But, yeah.
0: Awesome. And then what I'm going to do for all those dominators out there that are maybe driving to or from a job site, you don't want to pull over and jot that down. I am going to leave links in the video description as well as in the show notes below. Make sure that you go ahead and check out uh, everything that they have to offer. Again, make sure that you reach out to Tom. They're an open book. They're here to help. Um, And again, just you can't beat the overall experience and the amount of science that has gone into making our jobs as Restoration contractors that much easier uh, and more effective. And also, while impacting the customer, because even though your customers may not understand. The technology and what you're using, even though you can go ahead and try to explain it to them, the one thing that they will always understand is that feeling, that freshness, that that smell, how they feel when they walk back into their home. And everybody has experienced the smell of, quote unquote, construction smell. Having opened walls, you know, old wood, things like that. And even though you may have done a remediation, maybe you did just a simple water mitigation. there's a stark difference between an open wall, and when customers walk in there, and when they have this nice, clean, fresh smell that could be offered by this kind of equipment. So definitely make sure that you check them out in the video description below. Tom, thank you so much once again for taking your time out of your day to uh, let everybody know about what you guys are doing in the industry, and as always, Dominator, hustle, hack, dominate. I'll catch you guys on the next one. You've been listening to Restoration Domination, your number one resource for tips, tricks and hacks to help your business grow. Subscribe to our channel and follow us for more Restoration Domination and follow our host at Rico Garcia, Jr. on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok and LinkedIn. Till next time. This is Restoration Domination. Hustle. Hustle. ha. Dominate. Dominate.